1: everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Monday, it's February 22nd, it's 2021, and we have six NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. We are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, awesome sponsors of the podcast. Appreciate them jumping on board here. Uh, love the fact that we can keep doing this each and every day. Closing in on episode 1,000, so I'm glad we have Monkey Knife Fight here to sponsor us. Um, get a 100% bonus up to $50 on your first deposit, com slash partner, slash MKF. I will put the link in the description of the podcast. It's Monday. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend?
2: Doing good, man. Everything's going great. Glad to be on another pod, obviously. Uh, MLB's right around the corner. You know we're about you know a little over a month out. Full swing of NBA, NASCAR's is going. Uh, you know it's just just a sweet spot, man. So I'm, I'm excited to come on and, and let's talk some shop.
1: Let's do it. Um, we get started. Eight eight Eastern slate lock um, for this one. So um, I really like this. Is like all right. This is like uh, the sweet spot for me. Um, As like a dad with two kids um, and like dinner time with the wife and the kids and the family, like 8 p.m. Eastern lock is is right up my alley. We get started here with Chicago and Houston. Uh, no total in this game, but Houston is like the open minus one. A lot of injury news here. Markkanen's out. Porter's out. Demarcus Cousins is questionable. Exum's out. Oladipo's doubtful. Christian Wood is out. Let's start with the the Bulls here. No marketing, no Porter. Um, what are we looking at here for Chicago?
2: Well, I think the big thing is we've got to understand that that Zach Levine is continuing to play steady, uh, and in spots where the, you know he should have a pretty high pace, uh, he's getting up you know twenty plus shots most games. And if you look at this game log with with no marketing, I mean, really, Steve, it's really incredible here. If you go back, uh, the last 10 games, he's had only one game under 40 fantasy points, and that was 39.75. Everything else, 45, 55, 48, 64, 47, 45, 56, 48, 53. Uh, I mean, man, about as consistent as you're going to get at shooting guard. Now, he is 9,500, obviously, uh, so that's not a salary to sneeze at. But, you know, in spots like this, I just feel like he's got so much upside. Uh, so he's a guy that, that I like. Obviously, Garrett Temple now is playing big minutes. Uh, so I think from a value perspective, uh, he's a guy that you can look at. Not really interested in Kobe White. Uh, you know, Thad Young at 5,800. While I know he's had the fantasy production I just, I still can't pull the trigger, Stevie, with the with the, his minutes so in flux. If I knew he was getting 30 minutes, I mean, I think I played that at 5,800 in this spot, but I'm really not enjoying the roller coaster ride that they're giving us with minutes. So those are really the only guys I want to play. Uh, everybody else, I'm more than happy to leave them on the shelf.
1: Zach Levine's the guy, um, and he, he kind of has been the guy that can put out 50 plus fantasy points. It's a six game slate. Raw points are going to matter for these expensive guys. You know, we have Luka, we got Lillard, we got Westbrook, LeBron, Beal. Like, so, Zach Levine definitely would need a, a big game here. Um, and I think Oladipo being out, doubtful, um, obviously helps Levine too because, you know, the defense that Oladipo plays would, would give Levine a little bit of a fit here. So, I don't hate Zach Levine, but... Like, he's really the only guy. Like, Kobe White's all over the place. Wendell Carter Jr. played 33 minutes the other night. Wendell Carter Jr. gets 33 minutes. Houston might have to play, like, really small here if Cousins is out. Wendell Carter Jr. could have a really strong game here if they're going to give him 30 minutes. So, don't hate it. Um, Let's go to the Houston side of things here. Oladipo doubtful. Cousins questionable. Wood out. All to John Wall. Right. He we, we we start the foundation with the wall.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh 8K, obviously we know that, that John Wall, we've seen his upside start to pop in the past two games. Uh, you know, direct correlation in my opinion with just getting his legs under him, minutes have been stable, and then you know, lack of bodies, like you talked about it, no Christian Wood, uh no Oladipo. And, and even Boogie's questionable. Like, if Boogie sits, my goodness, uh, John Wall's going to have to do everything. So I, I'm i really excited to play John Wall, um, even on both sides, Stevie. Like, I know, I know John Wall's 8,500 on FanDuel, but the guy's got 50-plus point upside in this spot. So at 8,500, I think um, I'm more than willing to take on that type of risk. Uh, for the upside. Uh, I, I think Eric Gordon is probably going to hurt David Nawaba a little bit. Um, he's a guy that you know I, I usually don't mind, but I think with Gordon coming back, that may hurt him. If Boogie sits, though, I, I think House is someone that we'll probably get a chance to get a good look at. I know P.J. Tucker's back, but I do feel like they'll need uh, more size. So House uh, will be a guy that I would consider. And then Tate, while he's been playing big minutes, um, he's 5,900. I I actually still think he's slightly okay Um, on DK on family 66, more than willing to fade there. But at 5,900 of boogies out, I I, I think I'm still more than willing uh, to take a shot on Tate. I feel like he'll really have a uh, probably play 38, 40 minutes in the spot.
1: So it's Monday, Um, Sunday night blues while we're recording. And I can't help but think, PJ Tucker is in play if Cousins doesn't play. You're right, Just, Stevie. Like <laughs> This is not I'm how I want to start to a Monday. Like this is not how I want to start a Monday. All right. But PJ Tucker if Cousins doesn't play, PJ Tucker is going to have to play 35 40 minutes in this game. Um
2: oh god. He might only get
1: 20 fantasy points in that time, but like at 3,500, 20 fantasy points isn't going to kill you. And he's going to open up a lot. And the fact that like you could play him at power forward or center on DraftKings, like the, the roster construction you can get with him. Like, I don't know, man, it's, it's hard not to, it's hard not to like (laughs) just say, I'm sorry. Say that, like, he is he's somewhat in play, and you don't feel good about it. Like, Will's laughing. Like, you don't feel good about it. It's just, yeah.
2: I'm laughing, but, I mean, you're right. It's so funny because I I can just see P.J. Tucker, you know, standing in a corner. But if he is going to be their de facto center, oh, gosh, this is so funny. But P.J. Tucker may be in play for the first time this year on a slate. He's 3,500 on FanDuel, too, which is, I mean, wow. I mean, because, you know, if he gets a couple steals and blocks, he's pretty much already about it value. Now we just yep. need a couple rebounds, and, you know, maybe he gets two or three three-pointers, and voila, he's got 25 fantasy points. I'm with you, man. I am laughing because it's P.J. Tucker, and, I mean, we just haven't mentioned him all year, but I think
1: you're right. Uh, we move on. Here we got Memphis at Dallas. Um sorry no total in this game it opened as uh dallas minus four and a half it's already up to dallas minus five um dylan brooks is out triple j is out and then on the dallas side yeah nobody really on the injury report um so you know pretty full strength here let's start with memphis you know john morant you know i gotta give you some credit you talked me off the ledge of not playing him the other day and he put up like 46 and then put up 51 the next night um and then he went back to like okay, so here's they got the thing. blown out
2: Saturday. Okay, they, they got, got blown, blown out
1: by on Saturday, and then on Friday, he took 23 shots. They won by 14. He put up 29 actual points and got 39 fantasy points. Um, well, I think we just I, I think we keep playing John Morant. Like the usage, the shot attempts, everything is where we want it to be, and now Dylan Brooks is out like that opens up even more opportunity for John Morant. Absolutely. Um,
2: And I'm with you, man. We're just going to keep riding the wave because Ja isn't putting up 50 and 60. What's happening is the fantasy sites are really uh, slowing down his price adjustments. So uh, for instance, like on FanDuel, Steve, he's 7,200. Come on guys Uh, on DraftKings. He's 75. I'm just, this this is probably going to be our pod commit all the way through the All Star break. At this point, Stevie, we're just going to keep playing John ja Morant. No reason to fade him. I'm with you. I'm I'm, I'm well on board. I mean, John ja hits 45. We're, we're we're running to the bank here, so uh, I like him a lot. Um, we we've seen that that Dylan Brooks is going to be out. Uh, this is a guy I don't I don't like his minutes, Stevie. I wish I knew for sure Kyle Anderson was getting 35 minutes because he would actually be the next guy like on this team. But his minutes are so all over the place. Uh, he's shown the upside, but it's it's been a lot of peripherals, and so I'm not willing to play pay 6600 for him. Uh, another guy that I'm actually interested in in, in this spot is Valanchunas. He didn't get 30 minutes on Saturday, uh, obviously, because of the blowout. But I think he, he's probably going to be the next best play. He's $7,200. he has got, you know, 40 to 45-plus point upside. So those are going to be two guys that I'm uh, very interested in. We've got a price up on Grayson Allen now. Uh, so, But, you know, in this spot against Dallas, I've, I've looked at it. Dallas has not been playing great defense most of the year. Uh, While it is a little bit expensive for Grayson Allen, if you think this game is somewhat of a shootout and maybe you want to get some of these pieces and play Luca or or Porzingis on the other side, I think Grayson Allen is also in play as a flyer.
1: Yeah, like, you know, we pulled core IQ up um, with Dylan Brooks off the floor because Triple J hasn't played yet this season, so you don't have to put him in there if you want to. You can we see like over 36 minutes a huge usage increase uh, for John Morant and Kyle Anderson, 4% and 5.4%. So um, Valanchunas actually gets the biggest fantasy point bump per 36 minutes when um, Brooks is off the floor. So I think you could even potentially take a shot on him. Same circumstances with John Morant. They got blown out on Saturday. They won very handily on Friday against Detroit. So um, Valentinus is kind of right on that price verge where he's a guy that can definitely go like 40 plus and at 7,200. Um, I don't hate it, and I also think this game is going to be pretty competitive overall. So, uh, let's go to the Dallas side of things. What are we looking at here for the Mavs?
2: Man, typically for the Mavs, it's for most part it's just going to be Luca, and I don't think much of that is, is going to change. I mean, at 11 4, I'm willing to play him in this spot. Uh, you know, I, I wish Porzingis was more in the 7k range uh, and he had, you know, he had a little stretcher where you put up 50, 60, but overall, I, I still don't want to pay 8,500 for Porzingis. So he's, he's a guy I'm going to keep on the shelf. Mainly it's just Luke. I mean, we do have some value pieces like a Brunson, uh, like a Josh Richardson, who's going to play big minutes, mostly uh, like a Tim Hardaway Jr. But all in all, I, I don't think these guys are, are guys we want to play less, none of the value breaks away from the injury standpoint. And I already think we're going to get really good injury value on this slate. So uh, it's, it's pretty much just Luca or Buss for me.
1: Yeah, like, I think Porzingis is just too expensive. Like, I don't think he's a bad play in general, um, but I, I think he's super expensive. Um, I don't hate the matchup for him, but, again, I, I just – if he takes like one of those like 12 to like 15 shot nights, like he's probably not going to get there at 8,500. And like, I think there are plenty of options that are expensive on the slate that I don't think you have to go to Porzingis. Um, Obviously I think you can play Luca on any slate. The other guy that is like verge like tournament option is Josh Richardson just because he's cheap um, and you can play him at multiple positions on DraftKings. So He's another guy that like I don't hate in this spot, um, but that's really it for me. We move on to Miami at OKC. Um, it is a back to back for Oklahoma City. No total in this game, um, so we'll have to wait and see, like news wise, what we're looking at for the Thunder. On the Miami side, we're we're waiting on some big news here for Miami. Uh, Bradley and Drogic and Leonard are all still out, but Tyler Hero is questionable. And like, this is huge news for this slate. Let's start with Miami. Jimmy Butler finally starting to see his price maybe get there. Like, (laughs) this is a guy that has three triple doubles in the last four games, um, four triple doubles in the last six games, and he's still not over 10K. Um, And He gets a fantastic matchup here against the thunder.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Stevie. I mean, I feel like he's, I feel like I'm a
1: broken record. Will I've been saying this about Butler for two weeks.
2: Yeah. And I think every, I think almost every show we talk about it, he's on the slate and we just keep saying, what, why, why is he so mispriced? Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with Jimmy Butler here again. I don't think it's any reason we don't play him. You know, you, you brought the fact about Tyler hero, like obviously Tyler Hero's out, uh, uh, my goodness, Kendrick Nunn, load him up both sites uh, w- without question. I mean, he's 5,600 mm-hmm. on FanDuel, uh, 5,700 on DK. He will be in play. I think I'd be a lot more interested in a Duncan Robinson if he were to sit. And, look, I know Duncan Robinson is just going to sit out there and, and blow through some three-pointers. Uh, but I, I still think, you know, on, on a site like FanDuel – where he's 4,500, I think he's got immense value there, even though he does have the three-point bonus, I think the salary differential uh, is is really good there. And then also, I mean, Bam at 8,800, I'm willing to play Bam. uh, Hopefully people saw what Jared Allen was able to get done, you know, with the likes of Al Horford trying to stop him last night. And uh, hopefully, you know, people will realize Bam is a good play. If if you don't realize it, I'm telling you now, even at 8,800, I think Bam is in play. Uh, in this type of spot.
1: You know, like when you're looking at this spot in general, um, you, you have to like, if heroes out, like everybody, if you pull up court you're going to see everybody gets a bump because like we already have Gordon, George gal. You already have Bradley out a couple other guys out as well. So like everybody's getting a bump here and you know, it's a matchup against the thunder like the thunder have been dealing with their own issues and their own like injuries and stuff like that. So like, you just look at this matchup and like Butler bam. Fantastic. If hero sits Kendrick, Nunn, like you said, both sites, if hero sits like you could take shots on Duncan Robinson. Um, and, and like if Vincent plays, he's probable he might get minutes too. If hero sits just because like, how many more? How many more minutes can you really see? Like Duncan Robinson's already in the mid thirties most nights, and um, Jimmy Butler's up there, and Kendrick Nunn has been playing like high thirty minutes with Gordon Dragic out. So somebody to kind of look at and think about um, if Hero sits would be Vincent, just because they can't really play these guys forty five minutes. Um, so like he's probably the guy that's going to be out there getting 20, 25 ish minutes here. And he's 3,200. And, you know, he's a guy that a couple what was it a few weeks ago played against the Clippers when a bunch of people were out and like had a monster game. So like he can do it if he can get like a fantasy point per minute, which he probably not going to average that, but he, he's solid value and likely would be popular on this slate. Um, if hero is out uh the thunder side of things like it is back-to-back for them they've been dealing with injuries um obviously we're gonna have to wait and see injury wise um if anything comes out like that game's over i looked before and i didn't see anything but like sga played 36 minutes and he's been dealing with injuries i don't know if we see him in the lineup here but we'll see
2: yeah I think this is I think this is actually a really big spot here, Stevie, because I don't think Al Horford has played on a back to back this year yet either. Um, I'm almost positive he hasn't. So if that's the case, I, I do think tomorrow we'll have Isaiah Roby available at our disposal. We'll have Baisley. Um, I, I think those are guys will will have that that will provide us some value that I feel a little bit more comfortable with like we are talking you know about versus some of the Dallas guys. Um, like I said, I, I feel I feel pretty confident that uh, that Al Horford's going to sit. He just hadn't played any back to backs. Once again, I, I could be wrong, but I think that's the case. You brought up SGA, you know, with his injury, maybe he sits, and then if that's the case. That's going to open it up, you know, for Maladon, whose prices come back down. Definitely wouldn't mind paying the forty four hundred for him versus you know the, the mid to upper five ks where he's been. That would obviously open it up for Diallo as well at fifty six hundred, um, especially if Heroes out. Uh, that's another body they don't have. Game should be a little bit more competitive. I'll be interested in Dort, Kenrich Williams. Like We, we basically have these OKC guys that are disposable, at, at our disposal. Maybe even Josh Jackson uh, creeps into the mix at 3,300. Well. Justin Jackson, excuse me, uh, creeps into the mix as well, if all those guys sit. So just want to probably keep our pulse on this team because this may be the team that we go to for uh, ultimate value on this slate.
1: Yeah, like this is a wait and see approach for sure. Um we'll kind of have to see how this one plays out. Portland at Phoenix uh two twenty eight and a half total here. Highest or second highest total um on the slate. Or no, it is the highest total on the slate. Charlotte and Utah is at 228. So um Phoenix favored by six and a half in this game. You know, obviously injury news, Phoenix is good. Portland Collins, um McCollum, Nurkic, and Giles out. Let's start with Portland. Uh, What are we looking at here for the Trailblazers?
2: Uh, Steve, this is a tough spot because now that all these guys have been performing, uh, a lot of them are priced up outside of the guys that just kind of have these little mini pop games like an Anthony Simons or something like that. Derek Jones Jr. is at 5K. Uh, He's put up 30-plus in the past two games, 25-plus the past three these 5K now, so we need him to get 25-plus, which would just be right at value. Um, so, you know, I'm not sure about him. Carmelo Anthony at 4,700. Uh, you know, man, his minutes are just, he's just not getting the minutes. Rocco is at 6,500. Get, getting the minutes, it's been, you know, 35-plus, I think three, at least in three of the last games. Yes, uh, three, 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 three for three, 35-plus. And you've got Cancer here uh, at 7K, who's played big minutes the past three games. So, I I just think everybody's priced up. I think the my favorite would maybe be canceled 7K in terms of tournaments. I don't think I want to play Dame in the spot at 10-9 though. I, I don't nothing against Dame, but Phoenix has been pretty good. Uh not expecting this to be a drastic blowout per se, but I, I think Damian Lillard might be the guy that just I don't feel like gets there on this slate uh with at that price tag. So Uh, That's kind of where I am with Portland, especially on DK. Don't really like the pricing, so it's probably going to be mostly a stay away.
1: Yeah, like, you know, you can't argue with the usage and stuff for Lillard here recently. This game has the highest total. Uh, He's been a little bit better on the road this season, if you like those kind of things. The price is, is up there. Like, you're paying Luka price for Lillard, and, like, they both could get there. But like overall, I think Cantor would be the one that I'd like the most. Um, I don't hate Covington. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. Maybe he's cheaper on Fandle or Yahoo or something, but is a, a tough ask on um on DraftKings. And then you know, Derek Jones Jr. or Derek Jones Jr. Um with like Giles and these guys out, he's gonna play uh really solid minutes in this game. It's just he disappears on the court so much so many times that it's, it's so hard to fully trust him. Um, let's go to the Phoenix side of things. What are we looking at here for Phoenix?
2: Yeah, with Phoenix, man, I mean, what's been so interesting is Chris Paul has been amazing, Stevie. Now I know they blew out Memphis. So the fantasy production didn't really get there, but think about this. He put up 29 fantasy points even in 22 minutes against the the Memphis Grizzlies and if you look at his performances recently, Chris Paul has just been on a tear. So at 7800 against what I feel like is one of the worst defenses on this slate outside of Dallas uh, and Washington. I'm really excited about playing some Chris Paul and let's just hope we don't really see a blowout scenario. Um, you know, this is going to be an up and down game. You know, I'm more than willing to look at Aiton on this slate. He's not a guy that I've looked at a whole lot, but on this slate, you know, I think I'm willing to look at him. But Chris Paul, hands down, my favorite play from the Suns. Uh, I like Devin Booker. Don't love it. The $8,200 price tag. I just don't think it's warranted based on his overall production for the season.
1: Yeah, definitely. like Chris Paul. I like that call. Um if you're not playing Chris Palm, you could I think that's where you would kind of look at Booker. Uh, I don't know how much I would necessarily play those guys together on a six game slate. Um outside of that, like it's tough. I, I think that you know, Ayton, the they just crushed Memphis the other night. Uh he's gonna be someone that plays thirty to thirty five minutes most night, but he's had like one or two game one or two good games here recently and it's just it's really tough to fully trust him in this spot so i don't know if we're really looking out outside of like the expensive guys um in this game in general you know there's obviously some really fringe value plays and it's a six game slate so uh charlotte at utah 228 total here. Utah favored by 12, Um, and I think that's generous. I know you're a Charlotte fan. Uh, Utah is full strength, and then Devontae Graham is doubtful for Charlotte. Um, Utah is playing fantastic basketball right now um, on both sides of the floor. Both sides of the floor. Uh, The Phoenix Suns are first in net rating over the last five games, um, but the Utah Jazz are second. And Charlotte's about 16th, 17th, um, so what are we looking at, if anything, here for Charlotte?
2: Well, I think the main thing now is, man, Terry just priced up. He's 8100 so I, I I can't pay 8100 for Terry Rozier, even if Graham is out. Uh, I, I don't think I want to pay 8500 for LaMelo here. Um, you know, I, I just – I, I don't think I can do it. Maybe just maybe Malik Monk is in play because maybe he gets the blowout run or maybe Cody Martin is in play because maybe, you know, he gets, gets some blowout run. Now here's the deal. I actually believe in the Hornets. I actually think they can keep this game somewhat competitive. And if so, that will probably change my build uh, because of, uh, you know, uh, if that's the case then I need to be, you know, maybe playing some Utah guys, but overall, um, you know, if you want to get in the narrative street, you know, uh, Gordon Hayward's going back, just hasn't had the shot attempts lately. Like I think, you know, the young guys are 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 rolling here, and I'm, I'm not going to bring up this contract that we paid him again. Uh, I've already talked about that enough. Uh, P.J. Washington, he, he played big minutes. Let's see where he goes, and then you know you got Cody Zeller, who his minutes are back down into the low 20s now, and that was even in a competitive game. It was just a, a, a hodgepodge of minutes for the big guys and then all the minutes are going to the guards and all the guards are overpriced that i want to pay so probably not going to have anyone from charlotte on this slate unless it's maybe a pj washington uh, or, or a flyer if, if i uh, intend to plan for the blowout but uh, that's about it man uh i not not much interest in the Hornets. sorry i took up so much time just to say i don't re- don't really want to play anybody
1: yeah, like, you know, on 10-game slates, we're always looking to try to find some games to cross off. And when you could do it on a six-game slate, like, it's re- it's usually really nice. So um, I'm with you on Charlotte here. I just – I have zero interest in Charlotte in, in general in this game. Um, like, Lamelo and Rozier bumps because Graham's going to be out, but they're so expensive. Um, could they get there? Sure. The game has to stay close. So, like – all right. Let's talk about that scenario. Right. We're playing a six game slate. This game has a really decent total. Um, but it like Vegas has it projected as such a big blowout and like we're on the same page. Um, we don't love Charlotte. All right. Well, let's how, how do we get contrarian on a six game slate? All right. Well, this is one of those games that you could potentially look at to get contrarian because you can go with Lamelo or Rogier or Hayward. I, I think Hayward would probably be my favorite of the group. Um, just in general, and then I, run it I, I back. I think it would
2: be Rozier, bro. I I, I know the prices, but Rozier shooting a cover off the ball right now. It's insane. You
1: don't believe in narratives, Will? This is <laughs> Gordon Hayward is a Utah drafted um player and already has a forty nine spot against this team once this season. You don't believe in narratives, Will? Come on. Um. Well, and, and for what it's worth.
2: For those of you that, that just want a little quick fact here, we did actually try to get Gordon Hayward years ago before he went to Boston. He was a restricted free agent. We gave him an offer sheet, and then Utah uh, matched it. So, uh, you know, anyway, that's just a little, little little backstory there about our relationship with Gordon Hayward. Sorry, Stevie. Please continue, my man.
1: I was gonna, I, like, I'm just saying, like, okay, so I get one or two pieces here on the Charlotte side you have to run it back. Like you have to run it back. The only way these guys are getting here is this, this game stays close. So maybe I'm looking at like an Donovan Mitchell. He can go for 50 plus fantasy points. He's done it recently. Uh, Rudy Gobert against the front court of Charlotte. He could have 50 in this game. So like if this game stays competitive, you got to I think you got to stack it is how you're going to approach this game to get contrarian on a six game slate.
2: Absolutely. And let me say this. On FanDuel, I have a much different approach for this game. LaMelo Ball is 7600 Terry Rozier is 7300 I On FanDuel, I, I may very well have game stacks. And I, I'm not kidding. Like, I like these prices. 7300 leaves me tons of meat on the bone for Terry here in this spot. Uh, so I just – on FanDuel, Steve, I'm going to have a much different approach to this game. And I did want people to know that. On DK, I'm really not excited because of the pricing. But on Fanduel, where all of the big names that are going to touch the ball the most are under 8K, 76 for Lamelo, 71 for Hayward, 73 for Rozier, I'm very interested in the Hornets, and they're probably going to have low ownership.
1: Um, anything else from this game? Uh,
2: I do like Rudy Gobert on DK at 7200. I think it is uh, 7400. I-, I like that price for him. Yep. And Royce O'Neill too. I do, I do like Royce O'Neill at forty five hundred.
1: All right, we finished it out here with Washington at LA taking on the Lakers two twenty six total here. Lakers favored by six and a half. Um, Brian and Ish Smith remain out. Anthony Davis and Schroeder are out uh, for the Lakers. Let's start with Washington. Um, listen, no Anthony Davis makes Lakers games way more competitive. Oh, I love it. It's, it's the way best. more competitive. Uh, so like, this is our hammer game. Like you can play, I think you can play Westbrook or Beal or both. Um, you know, Beal, he's been like just a consistent, like 50 fantasy points a night. It seems like right now. And Westbrook has the upside to go 60, 70. So does Beal. But outside of those two guys, like it's really hard to trust anybody else, um, on the Washington side of things.
2: Absolutely. And, Stevie, you know, we were we were looking at Russell Westbrook when he was, you know, 9K. (laughs) He was under 9K earlier this month, Stevie. And I'm sure everybody, you know, he didn't quite get there all the time and everybody was worried. (laughs) But lo and behold, Russell Westbrook passed three games, 56-52-61, you know. And, you know, kind of rounding back into form. here. still not shooting very well consistently, but the peripheral, Stevie, 13 rebounds, 15 assists, 13 rebounds, 12 assists, 11 rebounds, 13 assists. This is fantastic. If he's going to continue to squeeze out these triple doubles, he's going to be in play at 10-1. You talked about the Lakers games being a lot more uh, palatable and competitive. With Anthony Davis out, so I'm I'm really excited about this game, and I'm with you just to you know uh, slam this point home here. It's just Westbrook and Beal. I, I don't want to play anybody else.
1: And then on the Lakers side of things, like <laughs> it's going to be so interesting to see what happens here with Schroeder out. Um, like, dude, like what's your what's your best guess here, Will? Um, what do you think we're looking at with you know, Schroeder out and Anthony Davis out now for the Lakers.
2: Well, it's the LeBron show. And then you've got to hope that, you know, Kyle Kuzma can get the job done. He's 6,700. I don't like this price Stevie, but against Washington, I'm willing to take the risk. Hopefully people understand what I'm saying when I say that he is not in a, in a normal sense worth 6,700. I mean, we even saw it in Brooklyn, uh, but Against Washington, I may be willing to take on, take on some of that risk, not in like a single entry or something like that, but in a you know, mass multi-entry, I'm definitely willing to do it. Uh, Montrez Harrell is probably going to be in play uh, in this spot against Washington, so he's a guy I'm going to consider. And then you've got two of these cheap pieces in KCP and Wesley Matthews. I am not sure if one or either of these guys would hit some sort of value, but listen, they're playing Washington. I'm willing to accept the risk. So, you know, KCP and Matthews, uh, I think those are guys we probably want to look at for value here. Uh, I would be willing to maybe play one of those in a single entry. Uh, Maybe KCP because I feel like, you know, his minutes are slightly more stable. But even Wesley Matthews played 31 minutes the last game. So that's kind of where I am. But LeBron, 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 he's for sure going to be someone that I think is is one of the top studs on the slate in this spot.
1: Yeah, like – you know, just point LeBron, like <laughs> point point, like LeBron James is going to play point guard in this game. Right. Like, um, okay. it, you know, when Kuzma and Anthony Davis have been off the floor this season, LeBron's played 392, um, not Kuzma, Schroeder and Davis have been off the floor this season. LeBron's played 392 minutes and has a 34.4% usage rate, averaging 1.46 fantasy points per minute. And he faces Washington. Um, Washington doesn't play defense. And, and like, it, it's just, we know that. And everybody knows that like, this is a team that has been ranked in the bottom 10 almost all, all year in, in, you know, defense. They have been playing defense better lately, you know, give them a little credit, I guess, but um, I'm still not sold. Like they're playing at the fastest pace in the NBA the Lakers play at the third slowest pace um, in the NBA recently, like point LeBron. I hate even saying this, but I, I think this is a spot that uh, Caruso is somewhat in play, but I really think like KCP, um, I, I think this is a spot that KCP is going to have a couple of, like he's going to get some open shots in this game and it, it's all going to come down if he hits them or not. But I think you. You know, at 3,900, it might be worth a look. And, you know, he's likely going to play 30, 35 minutes in this game. KCP. ah, Man. Listen, you,
2: listen, when you start saying play KCP, I'm starting to get excited. This is reminiscent of about four years ago now. So, or maybe three. Is it three or four, Stevie? KCP has been in L.A. two years or three
1: years. I think, he's, uh, I think this is the third season he's been third,
2: out. Third. So so maybe four years. Yeah, man. The KCP Whispers back. Thank you, everybody. If you have if you haven't been on this pod or been listening, uh
1: I don't you know. want to make it an official <laughs> KCP game. All right. Um <laughs> I don't I don't want to like give up my like KCP like um streak. Like you know, there was a time like Will was about to say, there was a time that I didn't get KCP wrong. So uh, that was a long time ago. I, I had him figured out when he was with Detroit, like ever since then, it's been flip a coin. But I, I do think that he's in play here under 4K uh, with no Schroeder. Absolutely. Um. That's it, Will. Let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, favorite play, under or 5K to go 7X. Uh, what are we looking at today?
2: Oh man, let's see what we have. I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I think um I I think Al Horford's gonna be out. That that's just kind of my read. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll uh with, with, with Roby. I, I think that's where I'm gonna roll. I, I think he's gonna be out.
1: Yeah, we probably should have got into that a little bit more. Horford, I don't think he's played a back to back yet this season. I highly doubt he does here. Uh, So I like the Isaiah Roby call. (laughs) I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it Uh, 5k or 5k to go seven X. It wouldn't be a Monday without saying KCP goes um, seven five. Yeah. Seven X seven X here comes. Um, That's the official whisper call Um, over 8k (laughs) uh, over 8k to go under five X. We have for a six game slate. We have a ton of options up here. Uh, Who's the bus today?
2: You know, I'm taking Dame, man. I already talked about it. Ten nine, playing Phoenix, which is a pretty good defensive team. So that's kind of gonna be uh where I am.
1: Um this is so tough today. I, I'm just gonna say, like I already already talked about like I don't like this game outside of like stacking it, but I'm gonna go Lamello. And it's just more of I think this game is gonna blow out. Uh, favorite 6x play, Will. Who do you got?
2: Well, uh, PJ Tucker. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> I almost wrote it down.
2: I'm not taking PJ Tucker today, man. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm going to go. This is another guy we talked about early on. I'm taking John Wall at 8K. I, I think John Wall, this is right in his wheelhouse. I think this could be an easy 50 spot for him. So that's where I'm going.
1: I like, uh, again, I, I feel like I sound like a Broken record, but I'm just gonna keep playing Jimmy Butler. Like I'm yeah, just man. gonna keep playing Jimmy Butler. Um, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Maybe I should have saved this for KCP. Um, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got?
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know how weird this is gonna be, but I think I'm going with that. I don't think it's gonna be weird. I think he's gonna get ownership. I was gonna go with uh, with John Morant. But I think he's going to get ownership, Stevie. That's the, the more I think about it. So I'm, I'm going to get off him. Let's get weird. I'm going with Bam out of bio. I don't think Bam's going to get ownership on this slate. And I like Bam here.
1: Yeah, just kind of looking at this slate overall, um, I think there's a lot of great plays. And, and, like, I think Bam, I think you're right. I think he will. Um, potentially go a little overlooked in this spot. Um, man, there's so many good plays on this slate. Um, I'm gonna go Duncan Robinson, and, and I think I like it. I like that, Stevie. Man, I, I think a lot of people are gonna go Kendrick Nunn, and like I'm not hating on that. And I think Vincent could get run if he was out, but if these guys sit. I, I think they played Duncan Robinson a gazillion minutes in this game, and when he's hitting shots, he could break slates. So uh, that's my let's get weird GP play uh, game selection. What's standing out to you on uh, DraftKings or Fanduel today? Will
2: I'm gonna go DraftKings, man. I gotta let you make your your announcement on DraftKings. I'm just gonna you know talk about the the Showtime single entry hundred dollar. Uh, I think you guys have realized, man, we really like these single entry contests. I think they're big time. Uh, not only from a competitive edge, but just for your bankroll. And, uh, you know, listen, you know, everybody wants to chase 100K. And you guys know how I feel about, you know, lower entries where you can max, you know, you know, for 450 or 500 or whatever. I'm I'm, I'm always all for that. Uh, But I, I, I just think that single entry is the way to go. You can make really good money if you learn how to make one lineup. Uh, or one quality lineup every day. You can give yourself a chance at the end. Showtime single entry. Uh, let's give you the contest details here. That's 5K up top, uh, 3K second, I mean 3K to second, 2K to third, 1500 to fourth, 1000 to fifth, and tenth place you're going to get 500 bucks off a hundred dollar investment, uh, and you get double your money back at the uh, once you cross the cash line. So I just I, I think it's a really good contest, uh, which which a lot of the single entry ones are.
1: Speaking of the single entry, we got the single entry series over there on FanDuel, um, partner with Roto-Grinders This week, it is the twenty-five dollar um, NBA and one. This payout structure is awesome. It's good for bankroll building, uh, but it also, you know, it has some, you know, up top money as well. So somebody's going to turn twenty-five bucks into six grand in this one. Top tens only twenty-eight percent of the money uh, pays twenty-three percent of the field. And it's a 2x min cash so this is a it's a really strong payout structure this is a great bankroll building if you've been using um, like what I've been talking about with game selection a lot this year and you've been able to build up a bankroll this is a this is a good one to check out so but make sure that it's um, <laughs> it's in your price range don't overextend uh, will any over unders or against the spreads that um, are saying out to you on this one
2: yeah, we've got Dallas minus four and a half. I think I'm going to take the Grizzlies at plus four and a half. I just, I don't believe in Dallas's defense right now. And I could be very, very wrong about this, but I think I'm going to take the Grizzlies plus four and a half in this one. All
1: right. Um, it's hard for me not to say like Houston minus one, Um yeah, obviously I, I want to see how, like I want to see how some news breaks on this slate, but I think Houston minus one um, is probably my favorite one right now. Um, and then obviously we'll wait and see, but I think the Washington line, I think Washington could keep the game against the Lakers close with no Anthony Davis and no Schroeder. So I almost said Washington plus six and a half. So I'm I'm hoping like by the time I wake up in the morning, that one moves a little bit and we can um, talk about that one over there on scores and odds. So, um any final thoughts before we get out of here will no sir i'm good to go man always a pleasure hanging out with
2: you on the pod uh hope you enjoyed that orlando game the other night
1: that game was awesome man um it was so nice to be back at a a sporting event like i had a busy weekend went to the magic game my daughter's birthday was this weekend and you know there's nascar so a lot of stuff going on but um hope everyone had a great weekend we'll be back Tomorrow, talking some more NBA. We got a bigger slate tomorrow, and uh, we'll be back talking about it. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.